a Radio 191 FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena, John. Kiara Koto. And today we'll be looking at concerns over right-wing, right-wing extremism in New Zealand in relation to the terrorist attack on the mosque in Christchurch. So the terrorist attack in Christchurch has raised questions over right-wing extremism in this country. The mosque-shooting terrorist Brent Tarrant is a right-wing extremist. His manifesto, The Great Replacement, spells out his warped world view. Tarrant's political worldview is shaped by extreme anti-immigrant beliefs, white supremacism, Islamophobia and ethno-nationalism or ethnic nationalism. The mosque shooter seems to have gained his perverse worldview mainly from the internet. It has yet to be established if Tarrant has had any concrete connections with extreme right-wing groups in New Zealand, in Australia or internationally. So does New Zealand have an extreme right-wing presence? Yes, however, membership of extreme right-wing groups in this country seems to be very low. And attempts by such groups to have a public presence has been easily thwarted by anti-fascist activists. This country's most infamous extreme right-wing figure is Kyle Chapman. Chapman has led various fascist groups, including the New Zealand National Front, Right Wing Resistance and the Survive Club. Although Chapman has received media coverage over the years, he is actually a marginal figure with only a small group of followers. And there is no indication that mosque terrorist Brent Tarrant had made any contact with Kyle Chapman or any other local extreme right-wing activists, although certainly the police will be looking into this. Despite New Zealand's extreme right being small and marginal, extreme nationalist ideas can be easily accessed in New Zealand through the internet. And alt-right ideas will appeal to a small minority of New Zealanders. The term alt-right was coined by American neo-Nazi Richard Spencer. Spencer is an outright fascist who has gained widespread notoriety in the United States. He is seen as the intellectual face of the extreme nationalist and white supremacist right in America. The term alt-right has also come to include less extreme nationalist and western chauvinist figures including Milo Yiannopoulos, Lawrence Southern and Stephen Molyneux. At times controversial public intellectual Jordan Peterson has been labelled alt-right and the term alt-light is also used to describe such figures who express a more moderate nationalist and western chauvinist ideology. Now, Lauren Southern, Stephen Molyneux and Jordan Peterson have all recently visited New Zealand where they have spoken on matters including their beliefs that western values are under attack by what they describe as cultural Marxists and postmodernists. And Molyneux in particular promotes a pseudo-scientific understanding of racial hierarchies. Such understandings of racial hierarchies have been soundly debunked by Professor Jim Flynn of the University of Otago. Flynn is a world-renowned expert on IQ and race. So despite the pseudoscience that backs up extreme right-wing ideas, such ideas are growing in popularity, and certainly such ideas are influencing some New Zealanders through the internet and through recent visitors of alt-right or alt-light figures in this country.
How the, however, the penetration of alt-right ideas in New Zealand does not seem to have led to the growth of any significant organised alt-right movement. And that's your roundup for today. Thank you so much for that, John. Have yourself a great day, my friend. I will. I will. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.